Hello everyone, how's everyone doing? It's me, Aru Sanchez and... Aliza Abramson. We're very excited to be here again. Today we're actually going to be speaking about a very specific scenario that a lot of you are, are going through or have gone through in the past in mm -hmm. different types of environments, which is when you're in a conversation, you're speaking to someone, right? But you know or you find out eventually that they're only speaking to you because they want to be polite, but yep. they really don't want to be in that conversation at all. It's happened to me, it's happened to her, to every single person at one point. It probably happens to you more than others for various reasons, but we're just going to speak about certain techniques and things that you can do uh, maybe to change the environment or things you say or things you do to make that conversation still successful mm -hmm. depending on what you're trying to accomplish in the convo. So maybe you want, do you want to start this off? Uh, sure. Okay, guys. This is a really awkward situation because what happens in this situation is <laughs> when the person comes and speaks to you, you kind of, or at least I, like in my head, I'm like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. They don't want to talk to me. Like, I want to talk to them. And it's just like, you. it's hard to think of the right thing to say because you're like, this person doesn't really want to talk to me, right? Yes. So there's a bunch of techniques that you can use that we've both used and we went over before we did the video. Um, and the first one that I like to do is I like to say something that they're not expecting, right? Mm. Because what happens is when this person doesn't want to talk to you, they have an idea in their head of how the conversation is going to go. Maybe they don't want to talk to you because they think you're boring. Maybe they don't want to talk to you because they think that like you're too emotional. Maybe they don't think they don't want to talk to you just because they think that you smell. I don't know what it is. But what you have to do is you have to break whatever expectation they have of you, right? So let's say I come in and I'm talking to this person. They're like, yeah, the weather is great outside. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to say something that's like completely out of the box. I'm like, yeah, the weather is kind of crazy. But did you see that video on YouTube about the blah, 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 blah? Something that you're like, what? Mm. Oh, that's different. That's not what I was expecting. Because what happens when you say something that they're not expecting, all of a sudden, they have to turn on their brain a little bit. They have to become engaged with you because now they actually have to pay attention because they don't know what you're going to say. You broke their expectations. Now what happens then is they start paying attention a little bit to what you say. So you have a fresh chance to make a new impression on them. Then they have to compose a new response in their head. It can't just be a generic like, yeah, I like, I like hot weather. I like cold weather. You know, like we all talk about that and it's like, the, whatever. Um, they have to compose a new original thought in their mind. Now, when you compose a new original thought in your mind, you don't really know how it's going to go over. So now they're going to turn to you and they're going to wonder how you take that thought, whatever they respond to you, right? So now all of a sudden you have a bit of a conversation going and it's a little bit more equal. It's not just, I'm trying to get you to want to talk to me. Now they're like, oh, well, what do you have to say about this? Because they want to see how you judge what they say. And then you can start building from there based off of just bringing up a new thought or a new topic that they weren't expecting. Hmm, what do you think? Interesting. So I kind of do something similar as what Eliza just mentioned. You say that you catch them off guard mm -hmm. completely. I do the same thing, but Eliza uh, doesn't really agree with me on this point. But what I'll do, I'll either go two routes. I'll either say something. I don't mean. I don't completely. I wouldn't do something completely controversial, but something that would definitely stir up a little. Not a debate or like a heated argument, but like a little bit like, oh, because now again, it, get, it, get, it gets them thinking, it gets them on a different, as Lisa mentioned, on, on a different track. Or I'll ask them questions where I where the question expects a story out of them. Because now I'm changing the focus from me and this is being awkward and they're just being polite to now, hey, guess what? You're in the spotlight now. Mm -hmm. You're in the spotlight. 
here's a question that will that'll catch them off guard. And with that, they now they got to tell me a story with details. Mm-hmm. And people love speaking about themselves. We, we go over this a lot. There's a great book on this. Um, again, probably one of the best books, the Bible on communication or the, the, the beginner book that you just start with is How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's a good book, guys. Great book. Which, by the way, guys, quick non sequitur, please like this video, like and subscribe. Yes, 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 yes please do. Please, this helps us a lot pay our rent and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not joking. But the, po- the point is that, uh, so the point is like, you want to catch them off guard, right? So I'll do this. If I, if I, when the times I found myself in a situation like this, like I'll ask some questions, catch them off guard. But now they're telling me a story. They keep mm-hmm. speaking. I shut my mouth. Mm. And now when they're telling me these stories, right? If I'm very interested in the stories, I'm going to ask some deep questions. Questions that probably people haven't, haven't asked them because they're too scared. Like if someone's saying, you know, they were, you know, they didn't have a good relationship with their parents. Say, really? And when did that start? And whose fault do you think it is? Now, I know it could be a little, like a little, uh, a little ballsy, a little, like a little, like dangerous because because you, you don't want to offend people. But I'm always, I never want to offend people. I've never really had an issue with this because it's how you say things. You can get away with almost anything. It's just how you say things. So this is definitely one way that we that we just go with different approaches, right? But to try out to accomplish the same thing. Maybe try Lisa's approach, or then try out mine, and it does work. What's what's another thing you meant? You mentioned something about bringing someone else in. Yes, um, but before I get into that, oh, okay. if you do want to use Aldous' approach, you definitely can. I would recommend maybe start off with mine and build up to his because his you need a little bit more skill. Um, because you do have to handle kind of like a little bit of turbulent waters of like if they get like what what are you asking me you have to know how to navigate that a little bit if you can navigate that it's a great a great way to do it because you're going to get a very interesting conversation you're going to get one that they remember and then all of a sudden not only do they like that conversation but they want to talk to you again Mm, so it is a good way just practice first guys practice Mm. definitely um the other way that i like to use a lot is let's say I'm in like a social gathering, right? Where there's multiple people around. And I'm talking to this person, this person's kind of talking to me because they're being polite and everything. What I'll do is I'll find someone that's nearby that I know this person might like to speak to or they're just neutral about, and I'll pull them into the conversation. So now all of a sudden, it's not just like the two of us making awkward eye contact and trying to like string these sentences together to have a conversation. It's the three of us and it takes the pressure off of each person a little bit because now I don't have to have a response for everything they say and they don't have to respond for everything I say. We can share it a little bit. So it gets a little bit easier. That's one thing. What it also does is it gives more perspectives. It gives more interesting comments in the conversation because the more perspectives, the more opinions, the more full the conversation is, right? So when you have those three people, at least you can pull in as many people as you want. Just if you pull in a ton of people, chances are you're going to get lost and then those two people will start talking to each other and then it didn't really accomplish anything. So make sure not to pull in too many. I would say maybe pull in two, maybe three, but let's let's max go for two. Three? Maybe. Mm, I I would say one or two. I I, I don't think three. Okay. Start off with one or two. See what works for you. Um, But yeah, I like to use that approach a lot. Interesting. Now, everything we're speaking about in these videos, they work for different environments. 100%. Social networking which is more of a business type mm-hmm. if you're at, a, at, at an event an awkward uh reunion with your family right yeah. it's so many different uh so many different uh situation environments you find yourself in you can apply these different things now we're giving you great pieces of advice that you can take and then hone it and then maybe make it your own yeah right and if you have any ideas please send them in the the comments any so any 
Um, what's the word I want? Uh, in the comments section. Yeah, no, no, but the, any other Any other ideas, techniques, techniques, ideas, there we go. Uh, tips, send it our way. We, we want to do a very specific situation because many people find themselves in this situation. Mm-hmm. And before we continue, please guys like this video, like it, like it, like it, like it, subscribe, subscribe all that subscribe, stuff. Please, please, okay. So going back, I really like that. Now, what if in the environment that there that you're in, what if there's, what if you don't know who, what if you don't know who this person likes or do, doesn't like? Then, then just pull in anyone. Just pull in anyone like a random person. Yeah. If you're a little bit more of a confident individual, like I like to actually pull in strangers a lot because then they're also like, what the heck is going on? Like I'll be like, hey you, yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you. Come here, come here for a second. And then they're interested, right? And then the person you're talking to also, that's probably a new experience because a lot of people won't pull in a random stranger to the conversation. And then they'll be like, kind of like, well, what's going on? Let me, let me pay attention, right? Which you want. Um, or I'll pull in someone that I know mm-hmm. and I know that I can create a good conversation with because then that'll build. And then the other person, if they're not really talking, they'll feel a little awkward and what'll either happen is they'll try to get more involved or they're stalled to leave, right? If they start to leave, you gotta reel them back in. So don't let the conversation just be you and this other person coming in. Make sure that you're still keeping it all three of you. Interesting, okay, that's good. I'm gonna mention another one where I think the ones I'm gonna mention, it depends where you do this. Could you do this at a business networking event? Depend what kind of networking event, maybe if it's more casual, is it more professional? Like you have to see where you are and if you feel comfortable doing this. Mm-hmm. Because maybe if you don't feel comfortable doing it, then don't do it, uh, we, we don't want you to feel comfortable. No. But a lot of times, if you do things that are not necessarily for that environment, it can either go two ways. It can either really hit and do well, right? Or you can be looked down upon and like, you could be embarrassed and stuff. So I would say another thing is, whatever hobbies you have, reel it in or try to find a way to bring that into, into the conversation. For example, maybe you love saying jokes. Maybe you're into, you know, like card tricks, coin tricks, and mind tricks. Maybe you collect stamps and you have pictures on your phone about stamps. Maybe you, you do- have a cute nephew. A cute nephew, that's not really a hobby. It, that's what you say. Okay, uh, she's saying she. I, I show lots of pictures of my nephews because they're adorable. So you collect photos. There you go. So that could be a hobby, or maybe you do something with Photoshop and it's on your phone, mm-hmm. or maybe you have a cool, really cool keychain. You collect cool keychains. Whatever the case is, I'm just saying like random ones that I've seen people. I've actually seen people who who've like shown random unique keychains or random uh, unique stamps on their phones. I say this because now it adds another element to the conversation. Creates be- interest. Interest, and now you're putting that awkward feeling, it's not between you two now. Now it's actually, actually onto something. Mm-hmm. I personally, I since I was in high school, I did, I, I, I love doing tricks, like mind tricks, uh, like, like puzzles and card tricks. So wherever I, I where, if I see this is happening to me or the conversation is coming to a doll, and I've done my best to use verbal body language techniques, I'll probably go to, to something. I'll probably do something that'll blow their mind. I say, hey, think of someone in your past. So we'll do a couple He's of- very good actually, guys. You should do a video. Of one day, one, stuff, one yeah. day I'll do a video for you guys. And, and then you'll blow their mind. And now guess what? They look at you in a different light now. Mm-hmm. Or if there's a pack of cards, you can do a pack of cards. Or if there's a coin, you can grab the coin, make it disappear. Well, whatever the case is, this is just another element. You don't necessarily have to do this, but to be completely honest, and I definitely want your opinion on this, Aliza, on the last thing I'm gonna mention, that I just wanna hear maybe you have something else, which is this. I, before I go to this, like like the hobbies and the tricks and stuff like that, what I'll do is 
I purposely will be upfront with them. So if the conversation is going very dull and they're just being polite, they don't really want to be there, I'll say, listen, I'm just sensing, I have a feeling like you really don't want to be here speaking to me. And you can either go two ways and you can be like, listen, I understand, I'm this type of person, this type of person. Or you can be like, maybe a little ap apologetic maybe. Don't be too apologetic, right? You know, listen, I apologize if I came off the wrong way, but I'm getting this feeling from you. Now, <clears throat> the person can either just lie to you, say, no, don't worry about it. But now you know, hmm, this person has continued lying to me when I gave them an out. Hmm, there's something off here. Yeah, but like what kind of out also, you know? I'm not, I'm giving them an out. I'm saying, listen, I'm, I'm saying, listen, I know I'm this type of person. I know you don't want to speak to me right now. Uh, and then they, if they're smart enough or maybe confident enough or whatever the word I is. I think that's the word confident. All right, it's confident, not smart. But they're confident enough. They'll find a nice way to tell you, yes, let me leave. Or they'll make them an excuse to leave. So they can either lie to you or they can go and say, hey, that's it's really true for this reason. Mm -hmm. So I'll go with that approach and see, and I can learn what kind of person they are from their response. And now I'm like, I'm, I'm stating the white elephant in the room. Is, is that how you say it? Pink elephant. I'm showing the pink elephant in the room. So the uncomfortableness, guess what, is being mentioned and said, and I just see their reaction, and I can learn from them now. What, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think that's um, a very good way to learn a lot about people and to see, because also, you know what, it can get someone that's um, not interested in the conversation. Like, I know, like, if let's say I'm like the type of person that would say, like, no, 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 it's okay. Um, I love speaking to you, things like that. All of a sudden, they'll try to prove it to themselves and to you that they love speaking to you, right? Which means they're going to get more engaged and you have another shot anyway. It's a new opening for you. Um, one other thing, actually, that I really like to do is I like to... Um, Kind of create like a a feeling of like camaraderie like a buddy ship right like mm -hmm. let's say i'm in a um college class right and the professor gave this whole speech right and everyone's saying like oh so good oh so good like i'll walk up to someone and be like is it just me or was his like tie like super weird right something that like sets us as like a team against everyone else a little bit right or let's say we're at like a business event i'll be like wow everyone's here just to make money huh something like that something to just make it us versus everyone else right because then they'll laugh a little bit and then all of a sudden they'll start joking around with you because you're getting into that that like little like oh we're different than everyone else it's us versus them which creates a feeling of like oh i gotta fit in with you now i gotta get your approval which makes them a little bit more missed in the conversation as well what if they don't agree with what you just mentioned oh then you still have a conversation right there okay makes a lot of sense it makes a lot of sense i don't really do that a lot to be completely honest. i really don't do that a lot i do that one a lot but i could see why it could definitely work because it's like you two against the rest of the world mm -hmm. and it's you fun. guys are like a, uh, like a partnership companionship okay makes a lot of sense um any last words before we end this video guy thank you guys it? for watching this um i really hope it helps you like subscribe and send us comments let us know if these work for you um if you have any suggestions anything like that we appreciate it guys thank you guys so much and of course, till next time.